If sin is forgiven through Jesus, can we just keep sinning? Absolutely not. <laughs> Denim wants to answer. He's got the right answer, but we're actually going to let the Apostle Paul answer today. We're in Romans chapter 3. This is between the lines. I'm Junior. And I'm Denim. And my dad is out of town, and so it's fun to have you back in here. Yeah, I thought we shipped him off. I thought oh, he was on his way to retirement or something. But <laughs> <laughs> No, you know, before we turn on the mics, Denim and I were just talking. Romans is like so, so deep. It's so awesome. But it's really hard to read through this and not stop at every little phrase and unpack every little phrase. I think that's why I went 16 minutes yesterday. It was just me and my daughter. My daughter barely said anything. <laughs> And I went 16, I can't believe, I still can't believe I did that, but it's reading through Romans and it's, it's so difficult. So there's going to be some stuff in here that we're going to read through and not fully explain. And we just have to be okay with that. This is a, this is a Devo. This is not a full commentary on, on the text, but let's just jump right into this. Romans chapter three, verse one. Yeah. Then what's the advantage of being a Jew? Is there any value in the ceremony of circumcision? Yes, there are great benefits. First of all, the Jews were entrusted with the whole revelation of God. Now, let me just pause right there, Denim, real quick. The, the context is, is during this time, there was a big debate as far as Jews and Gentiles in the church. This, was, this had never happened as far as like two different, very different people groups in a community together. And so there's just a lot of infighting. How does this work? Is one better than the other? Surely one has to be better than the other because you have the Jews. Jesus was Jewish and the Jews had the Old Testament um, and so there's just a lot of conversation. And so this is what Paul is saying. Is there advantage of being a, a Jew? Is there value in circumcision? Yes, there's great benefits. First off, the Jews were entrusted with the whole revelation of God. They, they had Jesus. They had the prophecies, all of that. And then he continues. Yeah, true. Some of them were unfaithful. But just because they were unfaithful, does that mean God will be unfaithful? Of course not. Even if everyone else is a liar, God is true. As the scriptures say about him, you will be proved right in what you say, and you will win your case in court. But some might say our sinfulness serves a good purpose for it helps people see how righteous God is. Isn't it unfair then for him to punish us? This is merely a human point of view. Of course not. If God were not entirely fair, how would he be qualified to judge the world? But someone might still argue, how can God condemn me as a sinner if, I'm, if my dishonesty highlights his truthfulness and brings him more glory? <laughs> it's kind of a funny... Yeah, well, I mean, he's addressing something that they were talking about during this time, but basically they were just saying like, you know, hey, if, if I'm being a liar, it just shows like this is how true God, you know, God is true. I'm right. just highlighting his truth. It, it, it's nuts, but Paul is, is talking about a very real debate during this time. Yeah, and he continues in verse 8. And some people even slander us by claiming that we say the more we sin, the better it is. Those who say such things deserve to be condemned. Why? Because God has given us a new heart. We have God in us. When we have God in us and when we have a new heart, we are convicted. We don't want to sin. Right. So our desire to not sin is proof that we have God in us and working on us. If we embrace sin... It shows, do we really have God in us? It's like, um, you know, I've had people come up to me before and they'd be like, you know, Junior, keep on falling into the sin and falling. I hate it. I hate it. Am I a Christian? And I love the illustration of a when a sheep falls into the mud, which it does, it'll want to get it back out. Mm-hmm. But when a pig falls into the mud, it just wants to stay. So a, the real test is, is do you want your sin? Mm. No, I don't want my sin. Well, that shows that God is working in you. And, and on you. And yeah, you, you have to make war with your sin, do some very difficult stuff. But if you're embracing your sin, trying to justify it, that's a very dangerous place to be. Oh, absolutely, man. Uh, yeah, let's continue in verse nine. He says, well, then should we conclude that we Jews are better than others? No, not at all. 
For we have already shown that all people, whether Jews or Gentiles, are under the power of sin. As the scriptures say, no one is righteous, not even one. No one is truly wise. No one is seeking God. All have turned away. All have become useless. No one does good, not a single one. Their talk is foul, like the stench from an open grave. Their tongues are filled with lies. Snake venom drips from their lips. Their mouths are full of cursing and bitterness. They rush to commit murder. Destruction and misery always follows them, and they don't know where to find peace. They have no fear of God at all. I mean, this is kind of like what's going on today in our culture, Junior. Yeah. Dude, yeah. you see this over and over and over again. Yep, yep. Yeah, you look at that. Mouths are full of cursing, um, venom from their lips, just attacking with their words. You just go on Twitter and you see that. And tongues are filled with lies. Yeah, absolutely. It's all around us. But as we talked about yesterday, if we just focus on what's around us, we're not focusing on the sin that we're contributing. Mm. That's so good, man. Uh, verse 19, he says, Obviously, the law applies to those whom it was given for its purpose is to keep people from having excuses and to show that the entire world is guilty before God. For no one can ever be made right with God by doing what the law commands. The law simply shows us how sinful we are. I mean, I love that so much. I say with people all the time, Junior, and they try to write, they try to justify their sins or justify the way that they live their lives. Or I've even heard people say like, oh, man, I can't wait till I stand before God one day because I have like a peace of mind to speak to him. And, and it's just so crazy to me, man, because yeah. Um, yeah. like, man, it, it's just so crazy. Yeah. Like, yeah, the law is there just to expose us and our sin and how yeah. sinful our, our hearts actually sure. are. Yeah, I mean, through the blood of Jesus, we get to approach the throne in confidence, but at the same time, to just belittle our sin as if it's not a big deal is is huge. I love that he says the law simply shows us how sinful we are. The Bible is like a mirror. For some people, it's a bat. I can pick up the Bible and kind of beat everyone else <laughs> up with it, but for the believer, it is a mirror that we look into and go, this is what's wrong with me. This is what I have to fix today. It's just like looking in a mirror in the morning. I'll continue on in verse 21. It says, but now God has shown us a way to be made right with him without keeping the requirements of the law, as was promised in the writings of Moses and the prophets long ago. We are made right with God by placing our faith in Jesus Christ. I'll say that again. We are made right with God by placing our faith in Jesus Christ, not by the things that we can do. We are made right with God by placing our faith in Jesus Christ. And this is true for everyone who believes, no matter who we are. For everyone has sinned. We all fall short of the glorious standard, yet God, in his grace, freely makes us right in his sight. He did this through Christ Jesus when he freed us from the penalty of our sins. For God presented Jesus as a sacrifice for sin. People are made right with God when they believe that Jesus was sacrificed his life, shedding his blood. This sacrifice shows that God was being fair when he held back and did not punish those who sinned in times past. For he was looking ahead and including them in what he would do in the present time. Do you ever wonder, like, <clears throat> what about the people who lived before Jesus died on the cross? What happened to them after they died? <laughs> That's what Paul just answers. He said, you know, that people are made right, and God was looking, God was looking at the future, Jesus, and included them, uh, the future Messiah, and included them in. God did, did this to demonstrate his righteousness, for he himself is fair and just, and makes sinners right in his sight when they believe in Jesus. Can we boast then that we have done anything to be accepted by God? No, because our acquittal is not based on obeying the law. It is based on faith. So we are made right with God through faith and not by obeying the law. After all, it is, God, is God the God of Jews only? Is he also the God of Gentiles? Of course he is. 
There is only one God, and he makes people right with himself only by faith, whether they are Jews or Gentiles. Well, then, if we emphasize faith, does this mean that we can forget about the law? Of course not. In fact, only when we have faith do we truly fulfill the law. That faith is the word pistuo, which means it's not just this idea of like, oh, I believe that Jesus existed. It's this, I, I'm putting my trust in him to the point where I'm stepping out mm. to obey the law. Yeah. So sometimes the law hurts. Sometimes it doesn't maybe quite make sense to us. But we put our faith in Jesus Christ and we obey the law. Mm. Great chapter. Let's go to Psalm chapter 1, verse 2. So the corresponding Psalms for today is Psalm 1, 2, and 3. So we're in Psalms now. We finished up Ecclesiastes, and now we're in Psalms. Psalms are a great book. There's, I remember there was a time in my life where I went through the book of Psalms in a month. And I just remember it was, a, it was a huge spiritual growth time for me. Psalms are just beautiful. But I want to point out Psalm 1, verse 2. It says, but they delight in the law of the Lord. We just talked about this. Meditating on it day and night. Those who have put their faith in Jesus, they just delight in the law of the Lord. They delight in Scripture. Yes, Scripture says some stuff that maybe we don't, we wouldn't put in there ourselves, but it is our GPS. It is what we lean into. It is our security, and so we delight in it. And it's our foundation. Yeah, dude, it's our foundation. And how cool is that, right? When we don't have anywhere else to look to, like, man, God, he gave us the Bible, and yeah. we can look directly, and it tells us where to go, and it's our foundation for life, and it's this beautiful thing that God gave us. Absolutely. So let's delight in the law of the Lord today and meditate on it day and night. Maybe grab a scripture. Maybe that's the scripture that you grab. Grab a scripture from Psalm 1, 2, or 3, just one verse. Just meditate on that verse over the course of the day. Great to be with you. We'll see you tomorrow.